Welcome to Elevate. My name is Ellie Stiles, intuitive channeler, yoga instructor, and holistic wellness enthusiast. I am bringing you conversations to help guide you towards better ways of thinking, feeling, and doing. If you push play today, know that you are in the right place at the right time and there are messages for you. I am so grateful that you're here and I'm so excited for you to listen to this conversation. Let's begin. Welcome back to another episode of Elevate with Ellie Styles. Thank you for being here. If you clicked on this episode, I just want to acknowledge you because it's likely that if you did click on this episode, given the title, you are open, you are curious, you want to make a change, or you want to learn something new. And for all of those things, I commend you and I honor you. And that desire to create change in your life and to at least move into more understanding and observation is one of the most important steps that you can take when you are moving out of depression, when you are, when you are wanting to think differently and feel differently. You move from victimhood to observation, and that's huge. So again, I commend you. I acknowledge you. I'm so happy you're here. It's so important that I share this with all of you because as I continue to put out episodes that reflect a positive way of thinking and being, I really want to make transparent how I got from A to B, right? Because we can listen to every podcast and read every book on outcomes and how we want to act and how we want to feel but how do we get there and to preface obviously I'm not a doctor I'm not a therapist this is all coming from my heart it's coming from my personal experience which this entire podcast has and it's to reach you if you're here it's to reach you this is literally for you to empower you to create change in your life to know that it's possible And I'm just so excited that you're here and I hope that this episode brings you hope and faith in yourself and what's possible. And really, I'm excited for you on a topic that can feel really dark and heavy. I'm really, really excited at this idea that you're open to change. So uh, let's get into it. I've shared a bit in previous episodes of my experience with mental health. I struggled with depression for seven years Uh, started when I was young, about 12 or 13, when I started to notice. And this moved into disordered eating, physical harm, suicidal thoughts, suicidal attempts, time spent in the hospital, uh, some really, really dark days. And I believed that I would always be depressed. That was my old belief system. I, I really came to terms with this idea that I would live with depression for the rest of my life and that I just had to figure it out, that I had to cope and that I had to live side by side with it. And I truly believed that at my core, that I was just given this deck of cards. Uh, I had been dealt a really unfortunate mindset, essentially. I never understood creating your own thoughts. I felt like thoughts were out of all of our control. 
um, that your brain is just a cloud that things come and go in and out of and that I had no power to decide which thoughts would be coming in and out and that I only had the power to respond to those thoughts. So the beginning of healing, really, I had just come out of the hospital and I was on some pretty heavy medicine. And I remember going to a yoga class for probably the first time. Or the first time I, I honestly did not connect with yoga whatsoever. I think it was a few times in. And I felt a change in my body more than I had ever felt on medicine. And I remember I decided that day to go off my meds. Now, I don't recommend doing that whatsoever. This was not approved by a doctor I just personally was so fed up with all of these changes and lack of in my body and the power that I felt from one yoga class just filled me up with this curiosity of the holistic space. And that's really when I went on my exploration to get curious about holistic options and helping myself. Um, another, Another just side note, I believe that everyone is different. If you connect with medicine and it helps you, I 1000% support that. It just wasn't for me. But I do believe that medicine has a time and a place and a purpose, um, depending on where you are in your journey, what you're struggling with. Um, But again, for me, I'd never wanted to be on it. And so I began to explore other options. I listened to a podcast episode, episode 933 from Lewis House in March of 2020. So this is just two years ago, two years. And Lewis House was interviewing Dr. Joe Dispenza and all the information that I'm about to share is his work. It's his science that he's discovered. It's fascinating. This episode was my light bulb moment of when I went from depressed in the victimhood state of mind to feeling empowered and believing that I could change. It was this episode. And I know that not everyone has that light bulb moment where there's this like dramatic switch, right? And I I feel fortunate to have had that experience. Um, But I cannot recommend this episode enough. I can't recommend Dr. Joe and his work enough. Same with Lewis House. His podcast is full of resources and incredible people and conversations that are so uh, they are and were so key in my life and to, to filling myself with more knowledge and, again, more empowerment to create change. Dr. Joe really touches on knowledge. And I believe this to my core today, that knowledge saved me from falling back into the victimhood state of mind. The more you know, the more you understand, the more perspective that you have, you are constantly expanding your brain. In my experience with depression, I was constantly in my head. I was constantly in my emotions. And the more knowledge I consumed, the less I felt connected to those emotions. And the more I became connected to truth. Um, And that really helped me separate myself from the emotions. And so I started to replace my sad music playlist with podcasts. And I was filling myself up with as much information as I could get. And I just wanted more and more and more because I needed something to fill that space that was creating thoughts that were not true, that 
I was not worthy, that I would be depressed forever, that my life was dark, and all of these things. So knowledge, number one, one of the most amazing tools that you can have in your pocket, books, podcasts, um, speakers, YouTube videos, just start to learn, start to ask questions, get curious. And we know that you're curious because you're here. So again, I'm so excited for you. Dr. Joe also talks about, well, his whole work is on epigenetics on the idea that your behaviors can change your genes. So here I was believing that depression was, again, something that I was given, something that was a a condition in my body and in my mind that would not go away. And his explanation on how we can cause change in our mind and in our body made me believe differently that I was stuck with this. He gave me that encouragement that okay I can change my thoughts he talks about the connection between your emotions and how your emotions select the genes how your genes make protein and how your thoughts and the way that you feel create your personality which creates your personal reality that was a light bulb moment for me what I was thinking what I was feeling was creating this outcome of I'm depressed I'm sad I don't have self-esteem. I'm or I have low self-esteem. I'm not confident. I get hurt often. I'm abandoned, etc. Just replaying these stories in my mind from past trauma over and over again. And I was reinforcing these stories in my mind constantly and that trauma transfers from your brain and into your body and now you're living in that. Now you're living in those events that aren't happening in front of you but your body believes that they are so your body's responding and it's creating circuits in the brain and firing your fight or flight response and we are not meant to live in a state of fight or flight 24 7 and so then you're using up all of your energy from your protection systems which is your immune system and your sympathetic nervous system and you're in fight or flight you're using all of your energy And your receptors shut down. And that's why we get sick. That's why we feel fatigued. And all of these things. And so all of a sudden, these past events that were not happening are keeping me in prison. They had a grip on my life. And it was this moment where I was giving all of this power to my past. When I had the opportunity to give power to my future instead. And this external event had so much grip on me. In this entire episode that Joe and Lewis have entirely changed my belief that I had to create a really strong inner system to start to fight off my connection to this external one. That my inner world is in fact separate from my outer world. And that instead of looking at my past as a place of victimhood, as a place where I had to stay, understanding that it took power for me to stay there. That was reinforcing. That was strengthening the same thought patterns over and over. And what if I could use that same energy to create a new reality, 
to create a future that I was excited about. And so I actually looked at my depression as something that was powerful, that I had fed into day in and day out, and that I could change it. And so I would say after that episode, I was really determined to rewire my brain. And so I followed Dr. Dispenza's books, his videos, his meditations, um, opening the heart center, etc. And I did this for a long time, you guys, like day, every single day for a year. And there were many days where I wanted to give up, where I was so discouraged because I wasn't feeling change. I was discouraged that I continued to think suicidal thoughts and that I continued to feel depressed and really anxious around a lot of triggers and I just wasn't feeling change and I just felt the negative thoughts coming in and in and I couldn't stop them. But I had a moment where I just sat with myself and held compassion for myself that I had been thinking these same thoughts for seven years and here I was in month three of this work. Of course, I am going to be putting more work in to overcome this very long journey of depression. Now, my thoughts have definitely changed on our limiting beliefs around time. I believe that healing can be easy. It can be a really quick process as well. I don't believe it has to be this long drawn out thing, but I believe that the length of my healing journey and and what it is today, you know, I'm in that journey today. It will always be, we are always evolving and changing, but I believe the pace that I was moving was divine, that it was in full intention and it was the way that it was supposed to be. And I was moving at the speed that I needed to. So I just didn't want to project my idea on how long your process should look like because that will be different. But know that you can create change quickly. It doesn't have to be this long drawn out process. But it was my way of bringing compassion to the self saying, you know, look at all the time you spent emphasizing these negative thought patterns. It's going to take a little bit of time for you to create new ones and to believe that those are yours, like to really believe that you feel positive. Because even when I was doing the work, I was like, this is fake. (laughs) I was like, this is fake. I'm not, I don't actually think this way. I'm not actually feeling positive. I don't actually have hope. I don't actually believe that I am worthy or that I am enough. Because I kept going back to those old stories. And so here's where I bring in a few other modalities that made a significant impact on my journey and tools And again, I feel really grateful to say that I had access to these resources and I know that not everybody does. So I'm going to give you a couple of options of of forms of this that are available to you. So energy work. I had Rachel Davenport on the show. She talks about craniosacral therapy. That is one of my number one recommendations for moving trauma out of the body. And this idea that we go to therapy and just talk about our emotions, to me, never resonated. I was like, I I need more than this. I don't just want to talk it through. And when I started doing craniosacral therapy, which is moving the dermal matter in between the spine and the cranium, your head, 
you are lubricating the spine for energy to flow more freely and you're removing blocks. Rachel also did visceral work, energy work, where she wasn't actually touching my body, but she was moving over it, identifying where the trauma was being stored in the body. For me, it was my lower belly, my hips, my low back. And it was this understanding that the energy needed to be moved. Even if we're talking about it and it's sitting right there, it's still present, right? And this energy work, the CST, and then also Reiki, which I also talk about on the podcast episode with Grace. She is a Reiki healer, so you can click to that episode. We talk about it towards the end um, and how Reiki can help as well. Um, These two modalities combined were moving my energy, were balancing my energy centers, and really opening up my heart center, opening up my sacral and my solar and your, your energy centers are, um, at the, the base of your, your pelvic all the way up through the crown, um, through your head. And I'll do another episode on energy centers so you can have a deeper understanding of such, but to simplify it, trauma is stored in your body. It's stored in different parts and places and it needs to be moved and ways to move it are craniosacral, reiki, yoga, breath work. And so free resources that you can find are often on YouTube. You can just Google Reiki balancing meditation or balancing your energy centers. Um, you could do a chakra balancing frequency that you can just listen to while, while you sleep. These things aren't going to change you overnight, but they are tools that can help. Uh, Psyche, which I also talk about on the episode, we, I had Gabby on and she's a Psyche facilitator and we talk about how that can help reprogram your subconscious mind. Um, so these are all episodes that you can go back to and learn more about. But the energy work was huge in my healing process in, in depression because I was really identifying the moments that I created those stories in my head and looking at them differently and giving them compassion and love and space. Um, nourishment. There's a book called Your Brain on Food. Or this is Your Brain on Food. I think her name is uh, Nau. I forget. I'll have to link it in the bio. Um, foods that fight depression, anxiety, PTSD, and more. She talks about all of the different foods that we eat and how they're connected to depression and anxiety. So that's a book I strongly recommend. Again, your diet is not going to change the way that you think overnight, but it will certainly help. Food is one of the biggest factors, in my opinion. Um, For someone that (laughs) struggles with disordered eating, it was really hard for me to just focus on food when I was trying to heal and really move out of my depression because I felt like I had to be perfect with it and just a sense of control. And so I really just started adding in things that helped. So spirulina, chlorella, um, sea moss, um, maca powder for hormone balancing, um, different supplements like this, adding more greens in, uh, less sugar, even though I'm a sugar addict, um, <laughs> less caffeine, less stimulants. 
And then also just making sure that I was drinking enough water, staying hydrated, um, just kind of getting back to the basics of nourishing the body. Because I really believe that many times our mental health is signaling imbalances in the body as well. And it's important to tend to those and to pay attention to them. Um, So you can read This Is Your Brain on Food. It has so many good chapters in there on specifics. Um, And then also in the same notion of consuming things, psychedelics. I also have an episode with Mike Ryan. We talk about CMOS and psychedelics and their impact on mental health. Um, They have played a huge role in my life. Microdosing specifically... I don't love to do intense trips. I prefer to microdose and implement that into more of a daily routine. Um, So knowledge, energy work, nourishment. And I'm just connecting back to that light bulb moment where I really felt connected to this idea that I could change. I understood that I was living in the past. I understood that I was connected to my past more than I was to my future. And I also understood that everything I was doing and thinking and feeling wasn't working. And so I was willing to try something new. I was willing to be open to create change. And this also just came from a deep desire to not want to be sad anymore. To not want to live in this darkness 24-7. And if you are still in that place where you don't fully desire to change, which if you're here, I'd like to believe that you are in that space. But if you aren't, you're maybe just on the cusp. um, I just encourage you to look at yourself as as your inner child. Really see yourself as that five-year-old self. And I just want you to look him, her, they in the eyes and ask them what they need. What do you need? How can I hold space for you? I was on a walk yesterday listening to another podcast with uh, Lewis Howes and Gabby Bernstein and They were talking about kind of envisioning that inner child. And so I started on my walk and I just envisioned little Ellie up on the corner over there. And I just walked and grabbed her hand and I got really emotional, like just a wave of emotion moved over me. And I recognized how much she lives inside of me and how little I show up for her. I show up for the adult version of myself. (laughs) I show up for the me that I see in the mirror. But that inner child that lives within us all wants so much attention. And so that's another little, I guess, bonus tool is if you're going for a walk or maybe you're just falling asleep at night, like envisioning your inner child holding their hand, hugging them, carrying them, walking next to them, whatever feels aligned for you. And taking care of them as you would your adult self today. 
there are so many resources out there. Um, but I know that the essence of depression feels hopeless. But I hope this episode made you hopeful. And you have the power to change. I can promise you that. And I want you to trust in yourself to create that change. You can take all the tools, all the resources. But you hold the power inside to create a new inner world. It is separate from what you've been experiencing. In this journey, also accept the help of others. Know that the healing that you can accomplish and find is 10 times greater when you accept the hand of someone else. We are on this earth to heal each other. I believe that. And I know that it, depression can be a really lonely space and you don't feel understood and you believe no one can ever feel the things that you feel or understand the thoughts that move through your head. But I can tell you that I do. <laughs> I've been there. I was there sitting there with you for years. So I am I am with you in this moment. I am with you in those past moments that you had and any moments to be. But I am also here to tell you that you can change. And that you can live in a different reality. You can you can create that. You have so much power. More power than you will ever know. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up for yourself. For just giving yourself these 25 minutes to tune in. To get curious. Sending you all of my love. And always feel free to reach out via Instagram at Elevate with Ellie Styles or at Ellie Styles on Instagram. And I'm sending you peace today. Hand over heart, hand over belly. Just end the episode holding yourself for a moment. Checking in with the body. Checking in with the heart. Last thing. We thought we were done. We weren't. I want you to know that if you're in that beginning process of change, it you're going to feel resistance because you've been used to a way of being for so long. That's normal. That is okay. Your body's trying to relearn. You're teaching it something new. So be patient with yourself. But also get excited because you're on your way to create something new. All of my love. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>